Howdy and welcome to the SupersetYourLife.com podcast. This is episode 219 where I'm going to be walking through how I've been writing workout plans for the past four years from start to finish. We've been using the same model ever since we started our YouTube channel Skullbells TV right after my last year competing in 2019 on high carb diets right before going carnivore. I'm actually asked quite often by new clients and other coaches how I do this. So this is certainly different than how most coaches do it. Um, I hope this is a helpful resource to online coaches like me who might do this full time or just on the side. Either way, we'll wrap up with a six day split that I'm going to walk you through step by step as the listener. A workout split is for an advanced female athlete, but she's focusing a lot on upper body right now too. Um, so I feel like this is a great one to be able for, uh, for ladies to be able to jump in and listen to um, apply it if you if you if you if you want to if you're feeling courageous enough. And then uh, this, this would also work great for advanced guys too. This is very similar to how my wife and I train every day, and I'm going to walk you through the entire workout step by step at the end. All right. So on Mondays, you know that we set the tone for our athletes and our listeners in our faith, in our family and in our fitness. And we are definitely going to do that before we get into writing workout plans. So Faith Family Worldwide is an online YouTube ministry led by Steve and Dominique Young that uh, that is very, very high energy. Um, I discovered her channel close to a year ago before we relocated from Portland, Oregon, from that area to the Joliet, Montana area. And I fell in love with their passion for the word of God and their verse by verse style of teaching the text. They keep the energy high. Um, a handful of our clients and I have been participating in their studies through lots of minor prophets and other overlooked books of the Bible. It's a biblically based channel with solid doctrine that you can actually work out to because she doesn't put you to sleep as some pastors can kind of tend to do, right? So since then, Dominique and I have become great friends. She has trained me through a Bible study course to teach small groups, hence the Ezekiel study that we are leading on Wednesday nights. Contact me for information on that if you would like to study with us. Dominique's also on our workout plan and a ketogenic diet herself. Because we agree that the body is a temple of the Holy Spirit and should be treated as such. We do not have a mission statement at supersetyourlife.com or on this podcast, but we do have a battle cry. It's not original, though. I stole it word for word for uh, I stole it word for word from Paul's letter to the Church of Corinth in 1 Corinthians 6, 19 through 20, which says, Don't you know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you are bought at a price. So glorify God with your body. That's CSB, by the way. I don't know how you like that translation. Usually we read it off of ESV, I think. <laughs> so let us know how you think how you think that one is. It's a little bit different. Uh, so I'll put a link to her channel in the show notes of this podcast. Check out her channel. Make sure you do that. They go live every single morning. You will be really glad if you check out their channel, I promise. Okay, so on Thursday of last week, we studied Hebrews chapter 4 together. And this is a very deep passage of scripture that exposes the doctrine of body, soul, spirit. That is that we each have a trinity within us individually as human beings. Hope that makes sense. So this will make sense as, we're, as, as we go along. We are two parts invisible and one part visible to the human eye. A spiritual foundation is essential, in my opinion, to making healthful, responsible decisions on how to feed and how to train your body that is, in a sense, holy because, technically speaking, a temple is where worship takes place. The God that I worship is a holy trinity. 
So we'll hit on some key points from Hebrews chapter 4 before talking about writing workout plans. On that note, obviously, uh, I totally get and totally respect that not everybody listening shares our views on this, and that's okay. If that's you, you might roll your eyes for the next five minutes, but I encourage you to please listen anyway. Uh, Let me speak with you for a minute on that topic, too, if that's okay. So if you don't have the same faith as us, uh, I promise to respect your, we promise to respect your view 100%. The reason that we talk so openly about our faith on this channel is because our faith is truly foundational to why we train, how we coach others, and it's simply the foundation for all of our beliefs and moral decision-making as a family. Um, I love bodybuilding. I love coaching people to make better decisions in terms of how they eat, how they move, and how they think to the point to where if I'm not doing that like all day, every day, I kind of feel like I'm not really living my purpose. <laughs> um, so I'm not a pastor. Uh, I never went to seminary, but I'm just obsessed with God's word and have been from a very young age because the more that i read it i'm continually shocked at how it's consistently proven to be right for uh, it foretells the future it's filled with timeless principles of wisdom that we should all apply today no matter what your beliefs are really so the most important principle to live by um according to the bible is to love your neighbor as yourself right that's what this book teaches and so pastor roger today at elevation church our lead pastor referenced first corinthians 13 1 this morning um at our at our service and so Obviously, I'm pre-recording this Sunday night for Motivation Monday, um, but but it says if I this is First Corinthians thirteen one, if I speak in the tongues of men or angels but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. Right? We all know people like that. Let's try not to be that guy. <laughs> so we, Amen. So we use scripture and and reference the Bible where applicable and where appropriate in an effort to communicate love. And the best way that I know how to do that is with these 66 books that are called the Bible that are all personally written by Jesus Christ and penned by a number of people like you and me that we might grow together in our body, our soul, and our spirit. There's that phrase again. We're about to get into it. So please understand that everything that we say comes from a place of love and that our goal is never, ever to offend anybody. If you'd rather not listen to our views on our faith, then, hey, I get it. So you know what? If in that case, just look in the show notes, all right? So I make an effort on uh, to note every single time when we reference the Bible, uh, when we discuss it. And so that if you're looking for anything specific, I mean, I respect that. You can go straight to the show notes and and, and look at exactly what you're, tra- what you're trying to, uh, what you want to listen to. So Carnivore Coaches Corner, our other podcast, that is our advanced hy- uh, hypertrophy and nutrition channel. Once again, it's called Carnivore Coaches Corner corner if you don't listen to that one we'd love to see you over there uh we are ranked 108 in u.s nutrition podcast praise god really amped about that been working hard for it uh we're still the we're still the same people on that channel because who we are never changes but we keep the bible talk to a minimum there uh, because you know mark's irish and so sometimes we let some words slip that our parents may not be proud of (laughs) we try to do our best uh but if jesus is your man and you'd like to learn while you train uh this is definitely your channel the supersetyourlife.com podcast so super super glad that you're here thanks for hearing me out on that okay so what's this business about body soul and spirit well even most atheists and evolutionists would agree that there is something more that makes us human beings than what we can see and touch right so there is a part of us that is invisible most people would agree on that 
um, love, anger, peace, turmoil, ecstasy. These are all emotions that affect us at a much deeper level than just the brain. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 tells us exactly what that is. Here it goes. For the word of God is living and effective and sharper than any two-edged sword, penetrating as far as to divide soul, spirit, joints, and marrow. It's a judge of the ideas and thoughts of the heart. That's Christian Standard Bible CSB translation. So what does the author mean by soul, spirit, joints, and marrow? Well, let's examine the Greek. So Greek uh, 5590 from my Strong's Concordance. I took a deep dive on this one a couple nights ago. And uh, the word that's translated soul is actually the Greek word psyches. Uh, psyches. I'm really hoping that I'm pronouncing that properly. Probably not. <laughs> but this word that's translated soul in Greek uh, is, is consistently associated with feelings, emotions, and the person as a whole in its usages um, elsewhere in scripture. Um, the Greek word 4151 pneumatos, that means in English spirit, wind, or breath. It actually means all three of them. It can mean all three of them and is translated differently depending on the context. Um, it's also the exact same word that is used for Holy Spirit. In Acts 2.4, it records Pentecost, the day when the Holy Spirit was officially given to the church body after Jesus ascended to heaven. So just like the Hebrew word ruah, uh, which is the Hebrew word for spirit, uh, wind, and breath, uh, like Ezekiel uh, 30, uh, Ezekiel 37, 5b, which is, Behold, I will cause breath to enter you, and you shall live. So that word breath also means spirit, wind, or poor breath, um, but it's translated breath there because of the context. See the difference? So, okay. Um, so like... So the word uh, harmon means joint and my loan means marrow. Those are those last two words. So together, collectively, that's how we get the body, right? So now do you see how that there are three parts and yet one person? Um, soul and spirit are used together throughout the Bible. And sometimes there's really not a difference between the two. Um, here is one of the few places in scripture where you see that there is a very specific distinction between soul and spirit. Okay, so God is, uh, and, and so uh, just like that, God is also one person represented as a holy trinity. We have God the Father, we have Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. So two-thirds of what make you who you are is actually invisible. You can't even see it. So who you are spiritually is your foundation for the physique that you sculpt every single time that you step in the gym, especially when you do drop sets and force negatives and stuff. Okay, so uh, let, let's read chapters. Uh, uh, let's read Hebrews 4.12 again. For the word of God is living and effective and sharper than any two-edged sword, penetrating as far as the separation of soul and spirit, joints and marrow. So Max Soft, our pastor of Christian Education, Spiritual Development, and Apologetics, referenced this exact passage this morning in his series um, on the Sermon on the Mount, which is what we're going through right now. Uh, Matthew chapter 5 is where you find it to cross-reference Jesus's tone of voice and attitude to the crowds to which he was teaching. Um, he said that the words of Jesus teach, but they also cut like a sword. Jesus's words are words of power, um, authority, and life. 
because the word is a sword, it has a weapon. It has weapon-like characteristics and can be offensive, destructive, and scary. In addition to encouraging, life-enriching, and truth-revealing. So I'm going to end this topic with a couple of connecting passages: Ephesians six seventeen, and take up the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And then Psalm one nineteen. 105. Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Spiritual awareness and development is in therefore foundational, in my opinion, to how I write workout plans for those that I care about. And words cannot express how much I care about these people that happen to call me coach. All right. One last thing: the ladies that I coach trust me with their health, right? So incorporating my faith into our work helps me to keep my brain in the right place, if you know what I mean. Every woman, I'm trying, I'm trying to be mature about this. All right, like I'm dead serious. So every woman that I train is somebody else's daughter, right? So if anyone ever thinks about, let alone treats my daughter Everly inappropriately,、uh, it's going to be a really bad day for that unfortunate dude, and I'm definitely going to make sure of it. <laughs> no, no,、uh, you have been warned.、Um, I love my daughter. She is beautiful, and she's the only one that I got. So,、um, including my wife in all communication with female athletes and viewing them with a Christian perspective is a practice that I believe is wise for male coaches in particular to display integrity as committed husbands if they are married. So, with that, here's how I write workout plans.、Uh, no apps, actually. We did a we did an app. We actually transferred everything from our Microsoft Excel spreadsheets and everything that was working great to an app because all the other cool trainers are doing it. And、uh, I was like, all right,、um, this this should this should be way easier, right? Like this should be a much easier way to.、Um, To manage and coach everybody, and and to keep track of where everybody's at, and that was a complete opposite of our experience. It was actually a nightmare.、Um, the, the only client that I've ever lost in my entire life had,、um, that 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 had that had a lot to do with it, and so、uh, we decided to go back to what was working in the first place. And so we're still using Microsoft Excel spreadsheets, but we don't feel super bad about it though, because Lane Norton, one of the most sought after coaches, whether you like him or not, he's definitely one of the most sought after coaches that there that there is, and he still uses Microsoft Excel.、Uh, Adam Davis, my client. In Los Angeles, he's a highly sought-after online transformation and uh, functional uh, training coach, and so he uses he uses them too.、Um, a lot of people still use them.、Um, what, so once assembled from scratch, I email the client their workout plan and then send them a video message that walks them through it. So the client's homework is to study the videos in their workout plan、um, along with my walkthrough, and then from there. We talk. We we talk through it.、Um, whether it's email, whether it's text, or whether it's a check-in. I mean, some people we talk to every single day, and so there's really no reason to ever check in. There's just nothing to talk about. And then there's some people that、uh, talking all day every day just is kind of annoying for them. And so we check in once a week for thirty minutes, and. Uh, that's when we talk about everything, and then we check in same time next week.、Uh, it's a people business, and so you got to do what works best for everybody.、Um, and we 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 always we always make it work. If the dream is there, if the if the if the goal is there, and、uh, and the and the chemistry is there, then everything else just seems to fall in place after that.、Um, if you're if you're creative enough, right? So that's the client's homework, and then every one of our clients that's on one of our workout plans is gifted with a bodybuilding logbook, which we designed our which we designed ourselves a couple years ago.、Um, it is filled with motivational quotes on every single page. It is available on our website, supersetyourlife.com. We've got lots of them in stock. 
um, they text. So, so what, so what they do is they text us their workout once they are done. So that's where they track all of their progress, track all their weights and everything. And then I will respond with a text message photo of my workout logbook for the same day. So that's how we keep each other on track and make sure that no one is slacking on their goals. <laughs> uh, so to write a plan from scratch, this is the part that really sucks. It takes me about two or three hours. Uh, yeah, uh, trust me when I say you do not want to know how much money I make per hour doing this. It's kind, it's kind of embarrassing. Uh, I usually have to edit it and, and go back and rewrite it a couple times until it's perfect because to me this is art and it means a lot to me. This is this is this is a lot more of an art than a science, right? Um, in my mind, I'm creating artwork. I'm just using my computer monitors and my keyboard and not a paintbrush or a guitar in this case. So, the tools that I use are number one, Microsoft Excel. Uh, number two is a busted laptop hanging by a thread. <laughs> it's not in the, it's not a necessity. Uh, it's not in the necessity. You could definitely have a, a better computer than that. Uh, no, I've had this one forever. Uh, I'm still, we're still currently renting a house. And so I don't even have the heart to invest into a full blown new desktop for my audio editing podcast and all that stuff. But, uh, that is our, that is our next goal. So, uh, yeah, I'm using, uh, two desktop monitors. I cannot do this without two desktop monitors. I've tried doing it on my laptop before without the monitors that are hooked up to my laptop right now, but, uh, it's kind of, but it's kind of a nightmare i really have to have two monitors to do this so uh the monitor on the right is uh my quick demo database and so on that microsoft excel spreadsheet we have over 350 videos and counting um that we've been and, and we've been publishing lately for, for the past year straight has been has been an average of at least one new video every single week so our uh each of our 350 plus exercises that we teach um, has a direct link to a one to two minute YouTube demo video of either myself or one of our athletes that is demonstrating how to do the exercise. So then monitor number two is of course the plan that I am writing for the client before I uh, save it as a, as, 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 a, as a PDF, right? It's kind of annoying for them to have to navigate through, a, um, through an Excel document. So a PDF is a much more like presentable and simple way for them to be able to navigate through it. Um, they, they'll either print it off or take a screenshot and, and, and it's on their phone. Um, also, I have my iPhone handy. Obviously, um, from there, I'm, I'm, I'm referencing video chat messages, text, uh, every, 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 everything as needed. So um, this example that I'm going to use now is with a lady whom we shall refer to as Mary. <laughs> and uh, she, um, she, she, do, she does what everybody does when we, when we start them on a um, on a, on a workout plan, which is they take their uh, phone, go into their gym and take a, take a really quick video of just like all the equipment that the gym has from there. I make careful note of all the equipment that they have, um, where all the pieces of equipment are at. So if I have them doing supersets or whatever, they're not like going from opposite ends of the gym. Um, and I really try to put myself in this person's head in Mary's head, uh, in, in Mary's head in this case and go, okay, if I was her, in this body, on this meal plan, at this gym, how would I approach this workout? And to be able to get myself into that mental state, um, uh, th there, there's no distractions. There is seriously a sign on my on, on my door in my office that says, uh, "Please do not enter this door. If, if enter this room, if the room is shut." <laughs> there are so many thoughts and calculations and like pictures going on in my brain while I'm writing workout plans that it's kind of embarrassing. Like it's it's it's, a, it's like it's like being in a meeting. Like I just. Um, I can't, I can't be distracted. And once I start writing a plan, I don't do nothing until I'm done with it. <laughs> uh, starting a plan and then coming back and, fin and finishing it. Uh, that, that's uh, that's it's kind of a nightmare. So anyway, um, 
that's the uh, yeah. So that's that's what that's that's the iPhone. And then uh, tool number five is my file cabinet, and it's right here to my right. Um, it has it, it's uh, organized by client um, and has everybody's meal plans in there, everybody's workout plans that I've ever written them for them. I don't care if I've been training them for years, if it's the same person or if it's someone like Mary who's like brand new. Um, progress photos. I like to print them all off and then have them right next to my monitor on a clipboard. Uh, so what I did with Mary's photos is I is I printed them all off um, all in black and white <laughs> trying to save ink like I know, I know this is wasteful but having things on paper really helps me um, under, understand it better so I have her progress pictures pictures here and then I have uh, notes like uh, need to build uh, rear deltoids that's one of her weaker points uh, her quads are a super strong point um, she also has great genetics she has a she, she, ha she has um, uh, a fairly small waist and like kind of wider hips that are noticeably wider than her waist and that's just that's something that you really can't change <laughs> but it's de it definitely works for her as far as far as her aesthetics goes and so it gives me um i guess kind of a starting point on how i need to go about writing her workout plan um also i made a note that her calves are a weak point which they're really not but just her quads are so good and she has kind of small kneecaps so getting those uh, calves to grow is going to give her body more shape um kind of like that gold's gym logo right like if you look at the if the, the gold's gym logo that's my entire goal on 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 any plan really is like obviously um that's an unattainable look for most natural male athletes to attain <laughs> let alone female athletes but uh that's kind of the idea that i have in mind is um is is, is, I, is I is i want her muscle bellies to be full and i want them to grow in specific areas to to make everything balanced so anyway um uh, yeah i think that let's see oh that's that's pretty pretty much it uh, last tool that i use is actually my master journal so uh if you're subscribed to our show our next podcast episode is going to be 220 and that's actually our journaling master class and so uh ingrid dubert uh, and i totally just recorded pre-recorded last week an entire conversation on journaling and uh one of the tools that i referenced there was my master journal so this is a this 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 is a, this is a book that has all of my client phone calls in it all of our uh, really all meetings that have anything to do with anything it gets written down in my journal because uh, you don't really forget information you just forget how to access it and so um writing a plan like this if there's a phone call that we had a couple like a couple weeks ago bam i can just reference the date i can find that information and i can go oh okay yeah her goal was to weigh this much by this by, by this time so super proud of her by the way she's down four pounds after her first week so good job mary uh, i guess let's walk through mary's workout plan right now right we're not going to cover her nutrition plan because that could be an entire separate podcast in and of itself let's stay on topic we're going to be going through her workout plan um she lives in uh, southern United Kingdom and uh, once again is on a three-month keto carnivore cut plan with us. Uh, Mary is a fictitious generic name for a real person <laughs> who is now a close friend after a couple weeks. So her goal is to maintain muscle and address symmetry imbalances while she gets shredded. All right. Uh, so we have her on a three-day work, uh, excuse me, a, a six-day workout split. And uh, normally I would probably, I, I have most of our ladies right now on a three day, uh, three day legs and two day upper body split, which is actually what I'm doing. And I have a lot of our guys on a similar split too, because most guys, uh, uh, I don't know, I, I can count on one hand the amount of guys that I know that have legs that are bigger than their upper body. Um, 
my legs could use some growth. So can most of our male athletes. And so um, it's kind of been our trend. But yeah, this one's actually um, balanced a, a little bit more even between upper body and lower body because her legs are um, so 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 well developed right now and uh rear delts are a particular are a particular weak point so for that reason i decided to put those on every single upper body day um the rear deltoid is a is a small muscle that uh, recovers pretty quickly but it's also extremely important for a physique um to to be able to balance out the lower body in particular and if you're looking for that small waist shape right so she's not a competitor but we're just going for what's close to a bikini physique and so our goal is going to be to have a small waist and the best way to um to, to help accentuate that small waist is to make sure that her shoulders are developed and her glutes are developed and so uh there's a lot of glute work and there's a lot and there's a lot of shoulder work particularly rear, rear delts in this plan so the first workout is going to be glutes and, and glutes and hams this is monday right so she's going to go into the gym and then she's gonna she, she's gonna warm up with some leg swings some body squats she's gonna uh, warm up on either the stair mill or the treadmill just a little bit just enough to where she breaks a sweat and she's got some blood going into her going into her legs uh, her first exercise is going to be actually one of my favorite exercises that I never see any other dudes doing. But guys should totally do this exercise, though. It's called cable crossover hip adductions. Um, it's where you use a cable attachment, um, excuse me, an ankle cable attachment, like what you use for glute kickbacks. Um, but you're going to put the you're going to put the cable on the outside of your leg and then pull your legs together one leg at a time. We have demos for all of these on our YouTube channel, Skull Bells TV, of course. So she's going to do that and work her inner, work her inner groin first. I like to do that personally to warm up my hips, but also because the inner groin is actually an extremely important muscle uh, on anybody's physique because it closes that gap between your legs. So if you don't want to have skinny legs, then that's it, it's 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 easy to forget about because it's not a quad and it's not a hamstring, which are your biggest muscles on your legs. So the adductors are, are, in, are in between. Um, super important muscle to, to, to develop. Also, it's a smaller muscle, and so you don't want it to get overpowered by your bigger muscles. Um, if you're doing a whole bunch of quad work and a whole bunch of heavy hamstring work and those muscles get bigger and stronger, then what happens when you go to do a lunge or something where you need to use your groin and then it's going to tear because it can't keep up with your other bigger muscles. I tore mine a couple weeks ago, by the way, <laughs> so, uh, playing, playing hockey, explosive movement. So see, perfect example. Um, so I'm going light on this particular exercise, but just getting back into it. All right. So then she's going from there to um, standing single leg hamstring curls. She's actually only going to be doing five main exercises um, and again this is low volume high intensity training so very 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 effective for preserving muscle and even building muscle while you're on a cut um, especially if you're not if, if, if this is um, a fairly new type of training that you that your body really hasn't seen before so she's going to start with single leg hamstring curls and she's going to be focusing on the pump of the, the pump of her hamstrings and that's the contraction so she's going to do 12 full reps and then five high partials um, focusing on the pump after she fails okay after she does up uh, and so she's going to do two uh two light warm-up sets two heavy warm-up sets that should all take about three or four minutes before getting ready for that one and only failure set so uh her entire time on this exercise should be about five or six minutes i know she's going to cruise through 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 the uh through the light warm-ups and through the heavy warm-ups um, the, the way she's going to do this is she's going to if she's, she's going to do 15 reps on each leg to get blood into it, she's going to um, add a little bit more weight and go for eight reps, get a little bit, get a little bit more blood into that muscle. And then she's going to load it up quite a bit more 
for for a double and then for a single but it's not anywhere close to her one rep max it's just a really heavy single that's heavier than what she would normally do for a working set so then when she does her failure set she's going to know exact exactly how much weight that she that she's going to uh, need to use to fail around 12 reps after she hits that 12 reps and can't do any more she's going to do five partial reps on, on on each leg again focusing on the pump of the exercise working on getting blood into the muscle first we'll work the stretch later so her primary compound lift is going to be sumo deadlifts she's doing that for a warm-up set of five and then two and then one and then she's going to do uh two sets of five for that one so her stretch uh, we're doing a little bit of strength work but not too much in this plan i want to keep her strong and i want her strength to continue to increase which it should because her fats are so high right now she's on the carnivore diet right so she's completely hormonally optimized um but that's what I, so that's what I want her first couple exercises to be. Um, and she's, and she's not going to, and she, yeah. So here again, she's doing strength on like two or three days, uh, max this, this entire split. Uh, we're focusing mostly on hypertrophy. So after this, uh, her central nervous system is going to be pretty torched. So she's going to do cable kickbacks, um, just a light warm up set of 15 and then a failure set of 15 for that. And then her body should be recovered enough to be able to do stiff leg deadlifts after that. That's going to be the stretch exercise exercise for her hamstrings um, so by then we've done two exercises for her glutes two exercises for her hamstrings and then the, we're going to finish off with sumo back squats on the smith machine it's a glute dominant exercise but she's going to have a little bit of help from her quads because by then she's probably going to need it <laughs> so uh she's going to get her rest and recovery there um pop quiz what do you need to build muscle you need four things right you need a stimulus that's your workout plan okay you need three other things you need protein you need sleep and you need water as long as she's checking all those boxes and following her meal plan accordingly she should be okay and recovered and ready to hit shoulders the next day so on tuesday she's going to warm up on the treadmill she's going to do some uh rotator cuff work and then she's going to do um she's, she's going to do a side lateral raise and then move the dumbbells to the front and then up over her head back down to the side and then back down to the, all the way to the side again. And so that's actually going to work her side delts, her rear delts, and her front delts. She's going to do that for five minutes. And so it doubles as a warm-up exercise. But she's actually going to do that until she's completely burnt out and completely fatigued on all three heads of the deltoids. Uh, from there, that's a perfect time to go into uh, dumbbell seated shoulder presses. And um, that's going to focus mainly on her front delts, but all, but all, all three of them all together, though. Um, same idea as, as those, as, as those leg exercises from the previous day, she's going to do a light warm up set of about 15 reps. It doesn't really matter. You don't even need to count. She's just going to be focusing on getting blood into those muscles, right? Without even taking a break. She's going to, she's going to drop the weights and she's going to go pick up some heavier dumbbells. She's going to do eight reps and then she's going to grab a really heavy pair for a double. And then a pair that's a little bit heavier than that for a single. But here again, it shouldn't be anywhere close to her one rep max. She's just got, that's just going to help her identify where she can be for about 12 reps. Those heavy warm-up sets, those play such a key role in this. Those dumbbells for her failure set are going to feel so light that there is a big mental advantage that comes into play too. And so she's going to be able to push more weight than she was able to before. I guarantee it. Um, so then after that, she's doing reverse flies. Um, she's going to do a warm-up set of 15 and then a drop set of uh, 15 reps, drop the weight by 15%, uh, by, by, excuse me, by 50% and then, um, and then hit it again for another 15 reps. <clears throat> okay. So then she's going to do a uh, coach Greg's side laterals. If you know who coach Greg IFBB pro is, I think he's got like the best YouTube video on how to teach how to do side laterals properly. 
Um, I'm not having her do them strict because she's a pretty advanced athlete. And so I'm sure she's already done that before. Um, and so coach Greg's side laterals are a way to use heavier weights on your side lateral raises. And I have her treating this one like it's a compound lift. Um, so she's got, so for, she's going to do her normal warm up sets. And then when, and then her failure set is going to be 15 strict and then forcing out five more cheating for five more. Um, and then finishing with upright, uh, easy bar, upright rows with a close grip for the front deltoids. So we have completely annihilated every single head of her shoulders on that workout. All right. Uh, she's going to do all those same four things again. <laughs> uh, she's going to wake up the next morning and hit quads and calves. Um, I have her doing quads and calves in the same day, treating her calves like it's a, like it's a major muscle group, because here again, that's something that we need to focus on see if we can balance out her physique and get them to catch up with her quads. Um, and so her quad work on this day is uh, pretty light. Basically she's warming up similar to how she did on the first day. Um, she's starting with the glute exercise with lying unilateral hip, uh, hip thrust, even though this isn't glute day, but I want her glutes to be activated because she's going to need them throughout the rest of the workout. And uh, they're probably going to be kind of sore. So getting some blood flow into them at the start of the workout is definitely going to be a good idea. Um, speaking of getting blood through the legs, that's why her first, uh, her first lift of the day is actually going to be standing calf raises. Um, and I have her doing that on the Smith machine. Um, getting blood into her calves is going to get blood going through her entire legs, which is going to, um, help get her, her legs, um, ready for the rest of the workout. Right. So that's a little trick that I like to do, especially if my legs are sore. And if I went heavier earlier in the week is starting my next leg workout actually with calves for that reason, because the, because your blood has to go through your quads and your hamstrings and your glutes to get to your calves. See where I'm going with that? Same idea. If you're, if you're, if you're like super sore that, um, on, on an upper body day after training shoulders, what should you start with? Start with triceps. It gets blood going through your shoulders. And so then by that point, your shoulders are halfway warmed up. All you got to do is some rotator cuff and work, and then you're ready to hit your compound lifts. Anyway, let's stay on top. <laughs> so uh, after that, she's doing leg presses. That's going to be her primary lift that works like basically every part of her leg. She's going to do calf presses on the leg press. I usually like to put uh, calf presses on the leg press after leg press because like you're already there. So it's just convenient. So just do your calf presses while you're there. So then she's going to finish with Bulgarian split squats um, with the bar in front on the Smith machine. Um, she prefers to do split squats uh, with a bar on her back, which I think is pretty savage. So we'll get to that later. But uh, doing Bulgarian split squats uh, on the Smith machine with the bar in front, I find that to be a very, very good quad developer. Um, and she's also and, and, and then she's, she's also using her um, she's using her adductors and she's using a lot of other a lot of other muscles, including your glutes, um, on that on that exercise as well. So, okay, the next one is back. So on back day, she's going to be uh, warming up on the treadmill again. She's going to be starting with just some banded bicep curl work to get some blood into her biceps. We're also going to be working biceps today too, but um, her arms are actually great. So I don't have her doing a lot of arm work. Uh, most of my arm work lately too has just been supplemental on the end of my um, main compound lifts. I find it to be I, I, I find that to be um, a good strategy for for cutting to be completely honest i mean if you if you're if you're bulking like if you're eating more 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 food than what you than what you're expanding then great um uh fo focus focus on your arms but i mean like if you and unless unless you're unless you're consuming a lot of protein that's like actually adequate for muscle growth then uh, uh like 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 uh, like it, like on on a lean bulk subject um that is where when i find it's more effective to do um more direct arm work but when you're cutting i mean you already have the muscle and it's already getting worked on like 90 percent of your compound lifts and so i just find that isolation um you're kind of beating a dead horse if you're in a cut so that's my personal opinion um 
supinated straight arm pull down. So she's going to have her hands supinated, um, which is going to activate more lower lats. And she's going to use a straight bar and do pull downs with that. And then after she fails, she's going to she's going to do as many as she can with her hands pronated because it's easier that way. And both of them work your lats. So that's going to be a heck of a warm up for her. She's going to have some pump lats and then she's going into her primary lifts after that. Uh, and that's going to be incline bench pull downs. Uh, Mark taught me how to do that one a body shop. It's a great lower lat exercise. So we're working her lower lats. Then we're doing isolateral low rows with a reverse grip for her low lats. Um, they have those machines at her gym, those isolateral machines. I checked for her to be able to do that. Um, it's a yeah isolateral low mo uh, low row machine with a supinated grip with your palms up. Money for the lower lats. I love those. Um, and then she's going to be doing seated cable rows with a neutral grip. That's going to work her mid back, but it's really going to work everything on her back. Um, but we're focusing on the mid back on that one. So now we've hit her back from every single angle except for her upper back. She really doesn't need it. Um, she, she's, I, I mean, the, the only time that I really have, uh, ladies doing a lot of upper back work is when there is when they're specifically doing something like women's bodybuilding or want a bigger upper back, but her back is otherwise great. And those, uh, CD cable rows with the neutral grip are definitely going to hit that a little bit too anyway. Um, so then she's finishing with rear delts again, uh, lying face pulls, right? So you see what, see my strategy with the rear delts. I have her doing rear delts every day, but a different type of movement, a completely different type of movement on how to work the rear delts. Okay. Um, and then she's finishing with uh, standing dumbbell curls, just one set as many as, she, uh, and she's not even counting reps on that one, just as heavy of, of a dumbbell as she can lift for 45 seconds and curl each dumbbell with 45 uh, for 45 seconds without a break. So that is her back day. Uh, and then glutes and hamstrings. This is her hypertrophy focus uh, glute and hamstring workout. So her, wor her, her uh, warm-up for legs, again, is going to be pretty similar. Um, she's going to be on the seated hip ad uh, abduction machine, so working the outer glutes um, to start. Same same warm-up strategy. And then finishing with the 21-rep method. I love using the 21-rep method on the adductor and the abductor machines. It's where you do seven reps on the contraction, seven full reps, and then finish with seven reps on the stretch. Um, so what she's doing for her workouts, uh, for, for her exercises are barbell hip thrust. That's going to be her first exercise, um, a light warmup of 12, a heavy warmup of two, and then a failure set of 12. She's going from there to hyper extensions again for the glutes. Um, but see how this is more of an isolation exercise because I'm, I'm thinking about her central nervous system the entire time. So she's starting with barbell hip thrusts. That's going to tax her central nervous system. It always does for me. Um, like I do them anymore. I quit doing that exercise. I just hate it. <laughs> uh, but my glutes are also kind of a strong point. Um, and so I just try to focus most of my leg work on, um, on, 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 on quads, quads and hamstrings, but mainly quads because I'm pretty posterior dominant. Um, so then after that, she's doing Bulgarian split squats for her glutes. That's going to be her primary compound lift. And then this is the fun part. Uh, she's going to do Nordic hamstring curls. Uh, you do not see a lot of people doing these at the gym, but they are really, really underrated uh, hamstring developer. Uh, you'll notice that I don't have her doing any deadlifts at all on this day because she already did deadlifts earlier in the week. And so I'm just trying to, uh, so, so I'm trying to keep her joints. And I'm trying to keep um, the, the, re the rest of her health markers um, on the forefront of my mind as, as I'm writing this, right? So I'm like, all right, what, what can we do on this day that is um, all exercises that aren't going to be like big compound lifts that are going to put a stress on her body? So um, all these exercises, um, check those boxes. With the exception of maybe Bulgarian split squats, um, but that's why I have her doing a couple other glute exercises right before that so that her glutes are good and fatigued. 
And then when she goes to pick up those dumbbells, her upper body is going to be just fine holding them, right? Because it's her glutes that are going to fail before anything else. Um, so then after that, she's, yeah, she's doing Nordic hamstring curls and that's going to be focusing on the pump. She doesn't even need, even need a warm up for that one because, uh, her legs have been worked like pretty much small angles already by this point. So she's just going to do three sets of seven. Uh, that's a good uh, rep range for Nordic hamstring curls. And then she's going to do seated hamstring curls after that, because the difference between seated hamstring curls and prone hamstring curls, she doesn't have a prone string ham hamstring curl at this gym. So we're doing seated hamstring curls, but we're putting these on the end because that works the stretch of your hamstrings. And you can tell like right now, if you're sitting down, um, your hamstrings should feel like in a semi-stretched position. And then if you lock out your legs, like you're doing a leg extension, your hamstrings are going to be completely stretched out. That's actually stretched out quite a bit more if you're laying down on the finished position or the starting position of a prone hamstring curl machine. That machine is great to put at the front, of your, uh, front end of your workout on your leg days because you can focus so much on the pump with that exercise. Uh, seated hamstring curls, that's really, really good for the stretch, right? So since she just um, hit her hamstrings with some heavy weight right before that and we were focusing on the pump, now is a really good time to focus on the stretch of, of, the, of the hamstrings. So she's going to do 15 strict reps for her failure set. And then after she can't do any more of those, she's going to do five partials at the end. I, I, I love training hamstrings this way. As a matter of fact, like every time I've done seated hamstring curls the past couple of months, I've been doing them exactly like that. I'll spend half the time doing full reps, but I'll spend the other half of the time doing partial reps or, or working in partial reps between my full reps or whatever. It doesn't really matter, but just... Your focus on that machine should be on the stretch, not on not not, not on how much weight you can move, and not on um, trying to make sure that you're using the perfect form going through the full range of motion every single rep. You really don't need to do that. Just focus on the stretch for that exercise. That's what that machine is really good for. All right. So then that brings us to our chest day. Her warm up is going to be similar to her other upper body days. Uh, her first actual uh, tricep exercise is going to be a banded behind the neck pull apart. <laughs> um, that's what we call it. And then uh, banded external sh shoulder rotation. So she's basically working up her triceps and her rotator cuffs before going right into her first lift of the day, which is going to be isolateral plate-loaded chest presses. Um, that just works every single part of the pecs and the triceps. It's a really, really safe exercise so she can go ahead and load it up with like as heavy weight as she wants and she doesn't have to worry about hurting herself on this one. So she's going to do uh, 12 reps and 8 reps for her warm-up and then 2 and then 1 for her heavy warm-up here. Again, that should all take about 4 minutes five minutes max should not take any longer than that then she's going to do her one and only failure set she's going to shoot for eight reps on that one um she's doing cable flies with a low pulley after that which is going to be just um ju just one set which is going to be for her upper pecs and then one set of dumbbell decline presses for her lower pecs and then uh cable tricep push downs with a reverse grip that's going to emphasize the lateral head of her triceps which is kind of the only part of the triceps that hasn't really been worked yet at this point all of, her, all of her pressing movements have been with her hands pronated. So that works the other two heads of the triceps. But to get the lateral head, which is the one that sticks out from the side, kind of the one that you typically want, the one that gives you that horseshoe shape, that's that's um, the way that you work that one is well, anything with a supinated grip. So that could be skull crushers. That could be, uh, in, this case, in, in this case, tricep press downs. Then she's going to do single arm overhead tricep extensions um, with, uh, and, and that's going to target the, um, the long head of the triceps. And then she's going to finish with bent over lateral raises. So she's by she's by then hit rear delts three times by the end of the week uh, from three completely different angles. And that pretty much sums up her entire workout. All right. Mary, you are awesome, Mary. You are a champion and you totally got this and I believe in you. <laughs>
Uh, okay. Thanks a lot for joining everybody. I'm going to wrap up with some updates and announcements. Uh, this is Taylor's update. We are finally thawing out here in Montana and are so excited to be back outside again. Colt and I went to the gym every day this week since it was negative 30 all week. Using our insulated studio was not an option. So most evenings this week, we winded down around the campfire playing music as a family. January is always our busiest month, so these cold days have been an opportunity to stay productive until things warm up outside. Colts update. All right, so uh, what's crazier than this is that our kids have been loving the snow. <laughs> it doesn't matter how much that we bundle them up. They have snot sickles when they come back inside. Um, I've also voted that it is uh acceptable to skip my morning ice bath routine due to the weather so please do not judge me uh it's been too cold even to justify running with zion so without the pressure of competing this year um i've been able to put more of my time and more of my energy into, into my guest posing routine for the open natural this summer uh it feels freeing to be creative but not having like a conditioning deadline so two to three more weeks of bulking of of, of, ke of keto lean bulking that is should do it and then it's back to the strict lion diet again so the main things that are going to change are no more keto bricks uh no, um and really just like three or four other things that aren't red meat water salt <laughs> not a whole lot has changed um love the lion diet uh, last time was so much fun i can't wait to do it again so um, our athlete spotlight is from Michael Miola from Syracuse, New, uh, Syracuse, New, <laughs> Syracuse, New York. He just smashed his first week on his meal plan. So I'll let you hear it from him. Here is a great example of what to say when you check in with your coach. Yeah, it's been a busy day, about five or six hours worth of coaching, not counting all my client check-ins and all that, but we are feeling really good here. You know, it's actually pretty cool. When I started World Carnivore Month, I was 182 so coming into this week, you know, what was the weigh-in I sent you? 172 or whatever. It's pretty stoked, especially that I don't really feel the 10-pound difference. So I'm still feeling good. I'm crushing my lifts objectively, looking at my my training logs. My numbers and reps are all still going up. I'm feeling on top of the world with the the keto brick in the morning and the the pound of meat, you know, the, the meat in the afternoon. So I'm excited to keep learning from you and working with you and learning how to go through a proper lean bulk with you as well. So it's all super exciting stuff. Happy Monday, and uh, yeah, I'll touch base tomorrow. All right, all right. And so then our podcast review from this show, the SupersetYourLife.com pod podcast, is from Ayana Fuentes uh, from Las Vegas, Nevada, United States. She would like to say, this was fantastic. <laughs> uh, and that was in episode 218, our last one, Breaking Up With Sugar with Bailey Montgomery. Hey, thanks a lot for that, Pilar. She goes by Pilar. Uh, she, she really nailed it on that one. Feels like uh, breaking up from a bad relationship. That's exactly what it feels like, breaking up with sugar. Couldn't have said it better myself. Podcast review from Carnivore Coaches Corner, our nutrition podcast. If you don't listen to that one, you are missing out. Um, but Trevor Kutsar from New Jersey says, love this show. That was it. Thanks a lot, bro. <laughs> that was uh, session number 38, meal timing, training frequency, and deload weeks. Thanks a lot for that, Trevor. It is a passion for ours as well and super glad that you like it. Uh, our review from our YouTube channel, Skullbells TV, from Vitalijus Sibakovas. Uh, so, such a good show. Well done, Bailey. Really enjoyed listening. Mark's volume was low. Uh, that was episode 218 again breaking up with sugar from bailey montgomery from uh from the youtube video on that so dude vitaly thanks a lot for letting me know that man uh this is not mark's fault i should have caught it in the editing so if anyone else uh if you do have comments about music levels mic levels or anything else related to audio quality please i am all ears uh dad joke of the week second week doing this let me know what you guys think okay so 
Uh, Jack Hibbs from his fr- from one of his sermons I was listening to. He's one of my favorite pastors to listen to. But he goes, "God knows you so well that He even knows what you're going to eat for lunch tomorrow." So being a bodybuilding coach, I just couldn't I, I just couldn't help but think like, you know what? I could definitely say the same thing. So I don't know. Maybe this is what God feels like. <laughs> uh, last thing, podcast music. So uh, what kind of music styles do you? Yes, you listening like on our show. Uh, we've had funk, we've had inspirational background music, rock, metal. I mean, like kind of a mix of everything. So our original music that we have, the only original music that we have had up until this point has been with Josh Walker. Um, so that's kind of like an alternative rock vibe that's been pretty popular. Um, the rest of the music that you've heard, like the music that you're listening to now on this ep- episode, has all been stock music from my video editing app called We Video, which is what I use for the podcast and everything else. Uh, if you're a content creator, by the way, I highly recommend uh, We Video, having used it for over four years right now. The reason that I ask th- this whole question, too, by the way, is because um, a project that I would like to tackle within 2024 is writing and playing our own music um, going forward. So, Likely with Josh and some other local musicians, but mostly me writing and playing bass guitar with a virtual drum set. Uh, I'm completely open to ideas. So contact me any way you like. Uh, leave a review, whatever. But tell me what your favorite music to work out is, maybe. And I'll start from there and see what I can come up with. So uh, most of my music background is in jazz and rock. And currently I'm playing worship for our church. So um, last thing, guys, I just feel like we should end on some scripture. So Isaiah 6, 5 says, Woe is me, for I am ruined because I am a man of unclean lips and live among a people of unclean lips. And because my eyes have seen the king, the Lord of armies. So Isaiah's response to being called to the challenging task of becoming a prophet was similar to that of Ezekiel when we, uh, when each of them received uh, this commission personally from God himself. They felt inadequate and were by no means confident in their abilities to fulfill this responsibility. Does that sound familiar? I hope not. Uh, but if it does, then here's some hope. Um, the land, excuse me, the hand of the Lord was upon me. Ezekiel says this phrase seven times in this book, and personally, I believe that all 66 books, including this one, again, were divinely inspired by the Holy Spirit, and that the number seven symbolizes completeness. So God's hand completed Ezekiel's ability to write a book that would tell of events that happened before the earth was created, what happened after the return of Jesus, and believe it or not, events that are taking place today, exactly as he said over 2,500 years ago. So do you feel underqualified? God's strength shines when we are weak. 2 Corinthians 12. Last week was our intro day studying the book of Ezekiel online. Next class will be our first actual study where we roll up our sleeves and unpack chapters one through three. I am so unbelievably excited for our next group study. We're going to be discussing UFOs and all kinds of crazy conjectures as to what Ezekiel saw in chapter one. So uh, here again, I'm not a pastor. I'm not a historian, just a coach and a guy passionate about teaching this book because it truly is life changing. So email me, contact me however you want. Hit me up on Instagram, whatever, for details. If you'd like to hop in, um, I'll catch you up on the on the little bit that you missed last week. So. Thanks a lot, everybody, for joining us in this one. We'll catch you later this week again on episode 220 of the SupersetYourLife.com podcast because heads up on that. This is our journaling masterclass that I pre-recorded with the one and only Ingrid Dubert last week. Drops this Friday the 26th. See you then.